When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Around the Horn is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Bill Plaschke, Bob Ryan. Let's get weird. Weirdness on the base pass and another Washington National situation, too. Out of the base pass is the call here for Kbert Ruiz. You see his route. His feet never left the dirted area. You make a call here. Davey Martinez got ejected again over this, by the way. But also, look at this. Another one on the base pass in Pittsburgh. A questionable bat removal by San Diego's Jake Cronenworth here. Mid-play. Going around the horde of Pittsburgh catcher Austin Hedges. Tatis was coming in hard. Ball was cut off, so there was no play at the plate. Hedges didn't like it, though. So, Bill, pick a play at the plate and rule on it. Davey Martinez does not have the right call here. This was the right call. The, the Ruiz was running away from home plate. He made a motion away from the base. You can't do that. That's out of the baseline. That was a good call. He was out. Bob Ryan. When I saw that play at the plate with the bat, I thought of J.T. Snow rescuing Dusty Baker's young son many years ago in, in, in 02. Heads-up play by Cronenworth. He saw a potential disaster. And there was no complaint by the catcher, no legitimate one, because the ball was cut off anyway. No, that was, that was a smart play. He should have kicked the bat away. He wouldn't have had a problem. Point to Bob Ryan. I'm against you on this one, Bill Plaschke. I think if you're inside the dirt around home plate, you should be able to do anything you want to play tag. Go backwards, go forward, spin plate. moves. You can't walk away from the base. You can't uh, go the right direction with it. We'll the move base. on. Showdown to Lima Locos baseball. Jack Porter, the catch of a lifetime. Look at him. It hits everything as he goes over and sticks the landing on the bench. <laughs> He said the bench broke his fall. Porter plays his college ball at UCF. Bob, what's the best part? Well, the over-the-shoulder catch itself has been done a million times by a million different people, but that reminded me of the Derek Jeter play when he went into third base stands, but he didn't jump into the stands. He flipped, as this guy did. But remarkable agility for him, and he's very, very lucky he didn't get hurt. But let's not overrate the catch itself. It was just a pretty damn good catch, period. I was amazed at the backpack. The backpack did not move. What's in that backpack? Why is it lean left unattended at the bench? The backpack was the hero of this, of this, this it's catch. It's not the catch of the year. It's the catch of a lifetime. It was like the floor is lava. He, would, he didn't touch any of it. Amazing job, Jack Porter and Bob Ryan. Here's your FaceTime. The last no-hitter I saw by, by anybody was a kid named Pete Thurston in prep school in 1963. This means that over eight decades of going to major and minor league games by the thousands, I have never been to a no-hit, no-run game, and yet some lucky fan in Oakland last night, you know damn right well, was seeing his or her first game. Would it spoil some vast, eternal plan if I could see a no-hitter? It doesn't have to be a fucking game. <laughs> and you've written the book on scoring baseball games, and you've never seen it. Have a weekend, everybody. Happy Hour is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. The Blackhawks took Connor Bradard number one last night, Tony. It's a moment I'll remember forever. 
Tony Kornheiser, weren't you in physical therapy when that happened? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you didn't even you know, see it. You didn't man, see it. I knew it was going to happen. I watched. I watched. An I knew it was going to happen of that show. I did. You I watched, watched it. Like, I, I watched about I an did. hour as well. Once I got I out, I enjoyed you know. it. I was just so surprised that so many of these guys aren't going to play for the teams next year. Right away. Go to That's right. Back or, to school. Or they're minor to someone else. Yeah. I didn't. Junior that league. doesn't happen in basketball. That's different. No. It's different. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, Kyrie plans to meet with the Suns. The Mets mm. could have some big decisions to make, and Brian Windhorst joins us for five good minutes. But we begin today with a perfect game. Only the 24th perfect game in Major League history. It was thrown last night by the Yankees' Domingo Herman, and it required only 99 pitches as the Yankees beat the Oakland A's 11-0. This was the first perfect game in 11 years and the fourth one thrown by a Yankee pitcher. In his last start, Herman was booed off the field in Yankee Stadium after giving up 10 runs in three and a third innings. Wilvon, how do you make sense of this in the context of Herman's career, his season, and his previous outing? Yeah, Tony, I don't know that it makes sense. You know, there's so many weird things about it. So the 140-plus year history of Major League Baseball means that anytime you say perfect game, since there have been only that many of them, it's going to be special. You're going to go, whoa, perfect game. I mean, I remember, yeah. I remember when I was a kid, there were only like 10 of them. And so there's been a lot of them, relatively speaking, over the past, I don't know, 40 years, since 1981. There have been a lot of them. And so maybe it's a little less special. But for him to throw one, I mean, you think of immortality, you think of guys who are going to the Hall of Fame, and about half of them, or slightly more, are going or in the Hall of Fame already. But what, like, what is he? Where do we place him? Getting booed off the mound like a minute and a half ago and then throwing yeah. a perfect game against a team that's one of the worst hitting teams in the 140-year history of baseball. Yeah. I decided this morning, I, my head is blowing up. I can't make sense of it, and I'm not going to try. It's just yeah. a fun so, thing to acknowledge. Perfect games are extraordinarily rare, and there is no rhyme and reason to who throws them. It's the hardest thing for a pitcher to do. And yet the number of the 24, only yeah. nine have been thrown by pitchers in the Hall of Fame, pitchers like Koufax or Cy Young or Randy Johnson or Catfish Hunter. You would not expect Herman to have thrown one because no. not only did he get booed off the field the previous start, the one before that, his last two starts, he's given up 15 runs in five and a third innings. But as you say, you might suspect that Oakland would be the team that it happened against. Their batting average as a team right now is 217. That is the sixth lowest batting average since 1900. Herman himself has a checkered pass, some of it very yeah. recent. He was tossed for 10 games this year for using too much goop. And, you know, the assumption is that he was cheating. He was tossed for 81 games a while back for... Domestic violence. I don't think that MLB really wants him to have thrown this particular thing. He's never had a shutout or a complete game in the major leagues. This is very yeah. interesting. I was told this today. Do you know what it's called when you throw a shutout in less than 100 pitches? It's called what? a Maddox after Greg Maddox. Oh, after yeah, Greg he Maddox. He did it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, times, the most sure. famous one of all time just, is Don Larson. But if I gave you these series. names, Mike, 
If I gave you Dallas Braden and Philip yeah. Umber, would you say, yeah. oh, yeah, sure, they threw him? They had well, career Philip losing Umber, records. I knew because he's a White Sox pitcher, so I knew him. Braden, I forgot about. He was on the call, yeah. apparently, last night yeah. to this one. And in Oakland, I, I, yeah, it's still, you, you put all these things, factoids together, and I'm not sure any of it makes sense, but it's cool. It's right. a cool thing, I yeah. think. Yeah. Neither Justin Verlander nor your boy Max Scherzer has ever thrown a perfect game, but they do have five no-hitters between them. Mets owner yeah, Steve five. Cohen was counting on their dominance when he signed them both. But after last night's loss, the Mets sit eight games under 500, eight and a half games out of the last wild-card spot. Cohen said yesterday that if the team doesn't improve, quote, we have decisions to make at the trade deadline, close quote. Tony, could you see the Mets moving either or both of their aces? Well, let's look at the statistics first. Let's look at the numbers. Scherzer's numbers. Scherzer, I believe, is 7-2 and two with a 3.95 ERA, and he's pitching tonight. Verlander is 2-4 and four with a 4.11 ERA, and I think he goes on Saturday. On the face of it, you would never get rid of Scherzer because, you know, even if he's making $42 he's, he's million, dollars, he's 7-2. He's 7-2. and, two. He's seven and two. Verlander, you might, but... With Verlander, he won the AL Cy Young just last year. Yeah. He is said throughout the course of his career to be an impossibly hard worker. So, Mike, if there was anybody with a long leash in baseball, you would think it would be Verlander. Look, um, the owner of the Mets isn't spending money he doesn't have. He's got a lot of money. He spent all this money because he looked at the farm system when he bought the team, and people told him it stinks. So he went for the quick temporary fix, and he brought these guys in. Everybody had the same question about Scherzer and Verlander. Do they still they have too it? Old? Or is this the, year, is this the yeah. year they fall off the cliff? Tonight. So one of them isn't, off. and one of them might be. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what, Tony? Guys with this much money and this kind of impatience, even though he seems less impatient than other guys with his much yes, money. Yes, he does. These yeah. are still toys, and they tinker. They do stuff. Somebody who whispers something in their ear, and they go, oh, let me try that. And so it, it wouldn't surprise me if he moved one or either. I wouldn't move Scherzer at 7-2 and two and a 3-9-5. And I wouldn't move Verlander because they're great, because they're Hall That's of right. Famers. And they're each and both right. likely to go on second-half runs, which could be August-September runs, where they win six straight starts and have an ERA under two. So, I, I you know, I they shouldn't, but it doesn't mean he won't. And I've learned enough covering sports over the last 40-plus years, and you longer than that, that we're not going to really, really tie ourselves and go to the betting window on what billionaires are likely to do. Yeah. And they can afford to, you know, when they bought high to sell low, they can afford it. Yes, But I don't can. think getting rid of those pitchers is a wise thing to do. I don't think right. so. We'll see. We move now to the NBA rumor mill. Chris Haynes of Bleacher Report is reporting that Kyrie Irving We'll meet with the Phoenix Suns, who are looking to quickly assemble a championship team. Well, Bon, these are your sons. Can you see Irving fitting in in Phoenix? No, not at all. Um, and there's a lot of dynamics here, Tony. You know, a lot of dynamics. I mean, everybody's talked about whether Isaiah Thomas has influence with Matt Ishbia, the new owner. We've seen them courtside together. I know they're close friends. I know that. It's not going to be disingenuous. And Isaiah loves Kyrie. I know that having nothing to do with the Suns. Isaiah Thomas loves Kyrie Irving. We've gotten into arguments. Isaiah's forgotten more basketball this morning than I'll ever know. But I have at times said to him, stop with Kyrie. I know you love him. 
He thought that Kyrie was going to be great with Luka last year. I think Isaiah owes me breakfast on that one because they weren't. Not that it was his fault entirely, Kyrie. The, the Suns have no money. They have no money to go after Kyrie Irving. And Kyrie Irving's not going to come here for free. Kyrie Irving's going to go back to Dallas because that's the only place that can both be a playoff team and pay him. He's not going to Detroit. He's not going to Houston. He's not even going to go to Sacramento. He's not going to any places. He's got all the leverage on Dallas. Dallas has to bring him back. He can take all the meetings he wants. He can have all the meetings, Tony. No, he's not coming to Phoenix. He can come hang out here. I don't think, I don't think Kyrie plays golf. He can come hang out here, be in the sun. It's great. But he's not coming to play for the Suns, no. So, so, I mean, my answer to this is a little different than yours. And it's just that haven't we all seen this movie and don't we know that it ends badly? Haven't we seen it a million times? I mean, how did it work out for Kyrie Irving in Brooklyn? Not too great. How did it work out? You say he can only go to Dallas. I don't even know why they would want him. You say they're a playoff team, but they weren't a playoff team. They have to have he him. Got there have and, have him. He got there and they were not a playoff team. They were, I look at true. this owner... Matt Ishbia, and, and he's a young man who I think overpaid for the franchise. I think he's impulsive. I think he's splashy. I think he wants to do everything in a hurry. So he gets Kevin Durant, then he fires a coach, then he gets Bradley Beal, boom, boom, boom. He's been there an hour and a half, and there are fireworks being set off all the time. I just, I, I don't think this would work and, and for the simple reason that if you have three guards, right, you got Booker and you got Kyrie Irving, you know, when you got Bradley Beal Bradley and they each Beal. want to take 20 to 25 shots a game? I mean, is that going to work? I don't know. Tony, Tony, don't Tony. So. You, don't don't. Have to, you don't have to suppose it'll work. The Suns don't have the money. There are rules in the NBA. There's a salary cap. Well. Kyrie Irving's not coming why, here for a dollar and a half. That's not going to happen. Kyrie Irving they, wants to get paid. What if they make a trade? That's why he left Brooklyn. What if they trade somebody? What if they trade Trade what? other things? I don't know. It's your team. I take no responsibility for it. Let's take a break. I just told Coming you. Coming up, we'll ask Brian Windhorst whether there's any way the Suns could indeed land Kyrie. We'll also ask him whether James Harden is destined to stay with the Sixers. And Harden's going to stay with the Sixers. I just undercut my man Windhorst. Does, just undercut does Durant? Does Durant continue to want to play with Kyrie, or does he not? Why would you even wonder what those guys want to do? It changes like underwear changes. Okay. Pardon the Interruption is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action, live and in person, with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, and every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. 
so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Welcome back to Pardon the Interruption, presented by Corona, part of Happy Hour. NBA free agency opens tomorrow, which makes it a perfect time to bring in our good friend, Ryan Windhorst. Ryan, James Harden has just opted in. What does that mean and what does it portend? It means that he didn't reach an agreement uh, with the Philadelphia 76ers on a new contract. And, um, um, you know, the issue here is that I don't think he had much of a market in, uh, in straight free agency. Um, because there just isn't teams out there that have a lot of money that are willing to pay him, and sign-in trades are very difficult because they're subject to a whole different set of rules. And so he's bypassing free agency, and he's going to try to force a trade. And few people in NBA history have more experience in forcing trades than James Harden. And so here we go. Uh, The next few days are going to be interesting. And the first domino here, guys, was last night when, in a surprise move, the Los Angeles Clippers released Eric Gordon to knock $21 million off their payroll. And I got to say, yes, it was a lot of money coming off their payroll, but the L.A. Clippers don't do things to save money unless something else is going on. And as soon as that happened, the wheels started moving. What are the Clippers doing? What are the Clippers doing? And that is what has brought us here, because I think the negotiations with Harden and the Sixers weren't going well. The Clippers were aware of it, and they are by getting Gordon off their books, they make their situation cleaner to set up for a possible trade with the Sixers and James Harden. Now, there are other teams I would expect to jump in here. I don't think this is a done deal. But the Clippers have expiring contracts. They have two first-round picks that they can offer in trade. And they have um, the ability to, uh, you know, offer, you know, an array of different players that could help the 76ers. And so um, I think the Clippers are deep, deep, neck deep into this. It went all the way down to the wire for Harden to pick up the option almost exactly to 5 o'clock when he picked it up. But he has. And watch out for the L.A. Clippers creating a new big three with, with, uh, with James Harden, uh, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard figuring out how that might go. Brian, as always with the NBA, we, w- we, we couldn't wait to actually see that. Even though getting all three of them on the court at the same time for more than five games might be something you'd want to go to the betting window on, You've established the Clippers and Kawhi and Paul George staying. Who else might be? Give me another team. Because it's, it's hard to imagine if the Clippers are involved that the Knicks wouldn't say, oh, wait, us too, even though they might not have the assets. But would the Knicks be involved? Yeah, so Adrian Wojnarowski has reported that the Knicks are one of the teams that Harden would have an interest in. I think the Knicks, what might be interesting, guys, is I think they're trying to save their, um, their powder for maybe a huge name player that might become available in the next year. And so they got a question, is it worth using some of their draft assets or some of their young players in trade for James Harden now? Or can they wait for a potentially younger player that might be a better fit? Remember, whoever trades for James Harden is going to have to deal with him on a one-year contract. And his, his contract is structured in a way that he can't extend it. So you're trading for a guy on the last year of his deal that you're going to have to deal with this in a year. He had difficulty coming to terms at age 33 here with Philadelphia, who had reason to re-sign him. Whatever they were offering, he didn't like. And I don't blame him for playing hardball. 
you're going to inherit that situation next year. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's obviously trading for a player that doesn't have a lot of money left, but it's trading for a player that you might just be renting, and that'll affect the price. Uh, we'll get you out of here on this, but it's the other big name that surfaced today. Uh, Chris Haynes is reporting that Kyrie Irving plans to meet with the Phoenix Suns tomorrow. Could you see Kyrie Irving reuniting with Kevin Durant and Phoenix? It would be very difficult and unlikely because of the rules on what it would take for a sign and trade. The, the Suns are way, way above the, where's my hand? <laughs> the Suns are way, way, way above the apron that is required for you to be underneath. So you, it would take a three-team deal, potentially. Uh, if there's one thing harder than a three-team deal, it's a three-team sign and trade. Um, it's not impossible, but it's very unlikely. And frankly, from the outside, it looks like a leverage play. Having said that, it now appears like Philadelphia may be in need of a point guard. And there may be an option there for Kyrie Irving to continue to, to test that situation. So I would not be surprised if we see Kyrie want to investigate what's going on in Philadelphia. If Harden moves out, if there's a window for him to come in. The other name here is Dame Lillard. Is it possible that Philadelphia, if James Harden moves out, could acquire assets from Los Angeles, put their assets together, and prepare an offer for Dame Lillard. That wow. is an option. Kyrie Irving potentially would be an option. Or they could go with Tyrese Maxey, take whatever assets they, they might get in a James Harden trade, and send him send those assets somewhere else for somebody else. So we had kind of what was looking like a mundane free agency period. James Harden has forced the issue because his market was narrow, and now we're going to have a circus probably for the next two or three days. Circus ah, is circus. fun. Circus, circus is fun. Hot stove How about and every Kyrie getting fun. booed in Thank Philly you, every night by those fans? How about that? Woo. Thanks, we'll Brian. See. Let's take one last break. Still to come, a former number one announces her return to tennis. And how will Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey fare against Steph Curry and Klay Thompson tonight? What is that? Is that that's not three on three? It's not three on three basketball, is it? Because there's only two. No, that's now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Pardon the interruption is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Happy time, people. Happy 34th birthday on Sunday, Alex Morgan. The veteran striker will be the top goal-scoring threat on the United States women's national team when they open play in the World Cup next month. The World Cup will be hosted by Australia and New Zealand 
and the Americans' first game will be against Vietnam in Auckland. Morgan is the team's leading active scorer with 121 goals. She's been on two winning World Cup teams, 2015 and 2019. Those teams were coached by Jill Ellis, who has now been succeeded by Vladko Andonovsky. Morgan has an Olympic gold medal from 2012. She's got a bronze from 2021. She plays for the San Diego Wave in the NWSL, and this will be her fourth World Cup. And Tony, you have to wonder if this will be the last go-round for her, for Megan Rapinoe, uh, the, the group yeah. of sort of, you know, golden players who made soccer, yeah. women's soccer in the United States, really sort of what it is, that second boost. So good luck to them. July 21 is the first game for the U.S. against Vietnam, as you mentioned. Happy anniversary, San Diego Chicken. On this day 44 years ago, the now iconic mascot revealed his new costume by hatching from a giant styrofoam egg in front of 47,000 Padres fans at Jack Murphy Stadium. This stunt came months after the chicken was fired by the local radio station KGB, which filed a lawsuit over the use of that particular animal as a mascot. The man inside the chicken suit, Ted Giannoulis, won the right to remain a chicken. He is now 70. He's been a chicken in all 50 states and around the world. Giannoulis is rehabbing from hip replacement. He aims to resume his work next year. Well, but I know you hate mascots, but the chicken yeah. and the Philly fanatic are great. What a career he's had. And it's the chicken and the gorilla. I don't give a damn about the Philly fanatic. Nationally, you're not even associated with one town. The Philly fanatic belongs to a team. The chicken, yeah. the gorilla, those are yeah. the two. That's it. Stop with the Philly stuff. Stop this with is, that. This is your I-95 bias. Stop. It's so clear. Philly. Stop. dope on this. Happy trails to retirement for Caroline Wozniacki. The former world number one who retired in 2020 told Vogue she's returning to tennis. After having two children with her husband, former NBA player David Lee, Wozniacki began hitting a tennis ball again, and she liked how she was hitting it. She got support and encouragement from her family, particularly her husband and father, and she decided to play again. Wozniacki had previously been the Danish national champion, the Wimbledon junior champion, and the winner of an Australian Open. Wozniacki, who turns 33 next month, plans to play in the U.S. Open and would like to play in the Paris Olympics. What a really cool story. Wozniacki, easy to root for, particularly since I love her husband, David Lee, who got a ring, Tony, the first one that the Golden State Warriors, Warriors. when David Lee was on that team. Good luck to them. Root for them. Let's go to the big finish. The NFL suspended two players for at least a season. Another for six games for gambling policy violations. Your thoughts? It's too fuzzy. I mean, the relationship now between teams, networks, gambling entities, I, I, I can't figure it out. I don't even know that players can't either. J.J. Watt is joining the CBS studio shows. That seems like a great fit to have J.J. Watt. Great talker. Great talker. U.S. men's soccer yep. team beat St. Kitts and Nevis 6-0. Are you impressed? I mean, I hate to steal your population theory, but they got like 12,000 people. I mean, you know, it's a resort, not a soccer nation. Luisa Rise down to one for five last night to fall to 396. Can he bounce back tonight? Hope so. I want to see a guy around 400 in July. Last one, the match. Fitzpatrick, Mahomes, and Travis Kelsey against Steph Curry and Klay Thompson tonight. Who's your pairing? Can they settle it with, like, free throw shooting? If they do, you know who I'm taking. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. We're off to Wednesday, knuckleheads. But first, and enjoy the holiday with your sports center.